Hello and welcome to another episode of Gumbo Live. Here's your host, BJ from Board Game Gumbo. Hey, Burgers. BJ from Board Game Gumbo here. And Mitchell. Back, back in the gumbo. Back in the gumbo pot. <laughs> Man, I am rusty. Mitchell, it's been a while. Uh, what has been happening? Sobo, I hear uh, tickets are on sale. Yeah, yeah. So early bird tickets are on sale. According to on paper, it's for previous badge holders, but if you happen to go to the website, you might you be able might, to just get might it. Might be to click on the link there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'll wear the shirt just for you. Just for me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I appreciate that. So also, uh, our guided playthroughs are all up and scheduled. We've opened up uh, four of them as kind of a reward for you being an early bird um, badge holder. So also to incentivize you to come and get some early bird tickets. Um, right now, I think we have Merchants of the Dark Road. So many big games. Yeah, Squaring Circleville. Um, Lords of Ragnarok. I don't remember what the fourth one is. Oh, oh not, not, we can't announce all of them. No, no, all of them are out. Yeah. It's just I'm trying to think of the four that are on, like you can get them right now. Foundations moment. of Rome will be coming out. Yes. And it's the blinged out copy of both Foundations of Rome and Terraforming Mars. Yes. So I'm excited about the big Anybody that wants to play those. Yeah, exactly. You've never even seen it, have you? Uh, I, I think I've seen it at Dice Tower, but I've never played on a, a blinged out copy. So I've played on it once, and it's it's impressive. Dave has a copy, and it was really impressive. With all the terrain as as it built out, you know, there's something about blinging it out. You know, the game we're going to play tonight is is it's a well produced game. There's just something about it making it feel a little bit more thematic when you do that. Don't you think? I agree. Um, usually, I prefer to save my money just to get more games instead of sure. blinging out individual games. But if it's a game I really really love. Uh, I could see spending a little bit extra. You're going to get to the point where you're like, you know, I got enough games. Let me, you know, let me I don't know, but I, 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 I recently had to buy a new shelf just because I was running out. My wife no hated good. me for it. Um, I, I, I realize I'm a board game hoarder. Uh, the few times I've gotten rid of games, I've regretted them. Look at so, yeah, he's got the leading there, tower man. of games uh, over <laughs> I there. Man, I got to be careful with that <laughs> tower over there. I had one of those until I, I got my new shelf recently, but I don't know. I, I'm a hoarder. I'm, I, I struggle to get rid of games. Time. Uh, I struggle with it too, but it's time for culling. And uh, you know, we'll be selling a lot of the review copies that we have. Some, uh, not all of them, but many of those are review copies. Not all of them. I, I bought the Goonies and the Pioneers, uh, Paris Connection. Uh, actually, there's a bunch that I actually bought. But we all, we do uh, like to sell some of the um, copies as a, a fundraiser for Sobo. Yeah, we're going to be having a bazaar at Sobo. Uh, so if you have a bunch of games you want to be selling. Time Roller checking in. What's up, Time Roller? We're we playing some. Have you played? Well, so I, I have a contest with Time Roller. It's What's a, that? Well, we, we've only stumped him once. Once we have ever played a game on the show that he, has that he hasn't already played or oh, owns, wow. actually. I think he owns all of them. So we're playing Roll Camera tonight, a cool game that Rado had uh, had uh, reviewed. What <laughs> <laughs> was the one that he didn't have? I don't remember. Time Roller was like, oh, wow, there's a game I haven't played yet. So I don't even remember. It was one. Uh, what about Twilight Inscription? Have you played that one? So we're going to find that later. In fact, while you show that off, let me fix the camera real quick. I just I learned this game on Wednesday of last week, and I've played it three times already. Of course he has it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be playing that next, I think. Well, he said he said he has yeah, he has it. <laughs> of course, of course. Pretty basic mechanics hidden in huge production. Yeah, so the thing about it is, is like when anytime you pull it out and you start teaching somebody, like, whoa, this is a lot. There are a lot of symbols. And then you're like, oh, but you just use it to do this or this, this or this, this or this. And yeah, it's there's a lot to think about, but the basic mechanics are not hard. I'm looking forward to playing that. We tried to find a third player and we struck out with everybody so far. Okay, uh, I looked up how to do the AI third player. It's not horrible. Yeah. 
The only one I haven't heard back from is Ray. So you never know. Ray, Ray may uh, say something. So what else about Southern Board Game Fest? Um, uh, I What's think, the timeline? Uh, so the tickets are on sale yeah, now. Yeah, uh, the, sometime in the next couple of weeks is whenever it's going to go from early bird to regi- regular registration. So if you want to save money, I'll get that soon. But uh, up until the con, I think we're even going to be doing late registration. But it does. We're going to sell out. I th- yeah. is, I think at the so. rate we're going? Yeah, because we've sold, sold like a, a six? sixth of them so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, that's without us sending out a thing to anybody that's not a badge holder from previous years. Zero marketing time, Robert. We, we already sold a sixth of the tickets in the first three or four days. Mm-hmm. So I know a bunch of Beans and Dice guys are coming down. So if you're a fan of them, we'll be seeing four of them at least. Mm-hmm. And we're in discussions with a couple of surprises. So we'll see. I'm not ready to announce anything yet, but we may have a special guest or two that are coming. Um, you may not know him, but uh, the guy that did uh, first... Oh, breakaway football. Have you ever played breakaway no, football? No. There's a New Orleans designer, Arthur, who uh, designed a football game that's really actually pretty good. It's a thematic game, and he's supporting it with, I mean, he goes back. He's got, like, the 1992 Saints, and, you know, he's got all, wow. uh, they're not the Saints. <laughs> they're, like, the Angels or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He changes all the names, but that's basically who they are. And he's going to be over there demoing uh, some of the new expansions and, I think, another game. And he's also there just to play some games. So he'll be coming. We may see Carla Kopp from uh, Weird Draft Games. She's talking about it. Cool. The guys from Hutchu Games that were there last yeah, year. Yeah, Woody. Right? Yeah, Woody. They just had a game designed by um, Martin Wallace. Yes, that's a big deal. Yeah, they signed Martin Wallace. Oh, he says he's a fan of uh, Beans and Dice. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Mitchell uh, is the uh, founder and CEO. <laughs> <laughs> that's our joke. We're not going to do that joke anymore. Uh, Thursday nights, I've been missing the show. I've been catching it on Fridays mm-hmm. or Saturdays. I've been missing it for days. months, but uh, I think probably like starting next week I'll be able to be helpful. Uh, I did hear you and Wayne do a uh, Yeah, we started doing a podcast again. Yeah, yeah we hadn't heard one in a while. I'm trying to remember what it was. I mean, I listened to the whole show. It was... Oh, I know what it was. Uh, you were talking about the controversy. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You can't not do it. My favorite, part, my favorite part of the podcast is early on, too, Time Roller. Mitchell says, we're not here to talk about the, you know, the actual controversy. <laughs> but I guess we got to talk about it. No, no. You broke it like, within 30 seconds. Wayne was like, you know, we don't need to get into the details of it. And I was like... I, you know, we can gloss over it, and then, of course, you go, once you try to it was gloss just over it. We said it. Yeah. You know, we're not really going to get into the specifics of any one person. We might as well talk about Wow. That lasted all of 10 seconds. I thought that it was a good, measured discussion. I haven't really had any comments on it because I've made my feelings known. This is a topic that has been going on for the last, oh my God, I mean, years. We just, it pops up every couple of months on Board Game Spotlight or Board Game Revolution or Board Game, you know, the, all the different Facebook groups. It's the same one. Disclose it. I, I've been actually going back through all my old posts and videos and, and just putting even more clarification. Yeah, I get smart. a free game from somebody. And that's, I think that's all I care about. If, if they would just disclose and say, I got this game for free, you know, I don't know that it actually creates a conflict because... My brother always talks about when you buy a game and you spend seventy dollars, versus when a when a company gives you a free game, you're almost more inclined to like that game because yeah. there's a, there's a term for it when you when you it's not sunk cost fallacy. There's a marketing mm-hmm. term that when you can get somebody to put money into something, they're more likely to like something because they want to justify their purchase. Yeah, no, right? that's a good point. That didn't happen with me with Alamada. I spent 70 bucks on that game, and I did not like it. But generally speaking, I can understand that when you buy something, you're, you're going to be kind of emotionally invested. Yeah, in no, that purchase. makes sense. You, you don't want to make, make yourself think you made a bad decision by buying it in the first place. 
But I think it's I think it's just cool to just that's what I want to know. Just disclose it. You know? Yeah. Just disclose disclose it with everything. Now, was it a miscommunication between the two of them? Probably. Was the email in poor taste? Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys had a nice measured response. Thank you. Yeah. Did you yeah. get any response back from it? I don't know. Maybe. Oh uh, wait, what is he saying? Well, he's, so he figured out my shirt. I put the I put the red, yellow, and blue. Oh come on, you're smarter than that. I put the pro. There you go. Room. Oh wow, right. it's an escape room joke. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. Thank you for getting that. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not get that. <laughs> I'm like, what is what the red? I was trying to think of something to do with TVs. So, oh, yeah. uh, you you wouldn't want me in the escape room, probably. <laughs> By the way, so you like escape room? Oh yeah, big time. But do you do escape room box type stuff? I have done some of them. Yeah, yeah. It's really hit or miss. Some of them are great, and some of them are like, "Why'd you do that?" (laughs) What what are you? What are your favorite ones? Um, Do you know? The exit games, like the the ones that are like, I think it's out of four stars. The ones that are around three on difficulty, because the four is like impossible, and the one and twos are like just holding my hand through this. Um, That old one, Escape Room, the game with the keys. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a machine. I never played that one. So, like, the about. first two scenarios in that are good, and the last two are, like, mm. no one would ever solve them. Oh, yeah. So, that I, I usually don't seek out escape room board games just because they've been so hit or miss. Um, sometimes if somebody gives one a good review, I might pick it up, but it's very situational. What about uh, Unlock Series? Play any of those? Um, I think good. I played one, but I don't remember. That's resettable, so you can give them to different people. Yeah, I, I think I played one a few years back, or... But I, I don't remember which one it was. What about the one that, that uh, the guy from Doogie Howser did? Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. I've not done that one. Okay. Have you done it? It's in here somewhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's in here somewhere. I can't remember. If Have you done any of them? I did that one. Mm-hmm. You liked it? Uh, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, that was actually pretty fun. Well, the thing that gets me about, what's it called, like Box One, I think? Box One. He, I see this ad on Facebook, and it's like, board games are great, but there aren't any games you can play by yourself. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. There are plenty of games you can play by yourself. He has to know that that's not true. There's plenty of them. You can play this one uh, that we're playing by itself. I'm assuming you can play that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's an AI. So the, my favorite series, and I don't know if I have any handy, is the not the Deckscape, but the Deck Detective series. It's by the same people. It's by uh, DVGOCI, and it's an Italian company. And that one is... You actually open the box, so it's cards like unlocked. There's nothing you're going to be destroying, but you build the cards out in the center of the box, and it makes a diorama. I think I thought what you call it, right? A diorama, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So you actually got this little room or a, or a street ah, or a cool. neighborhood, and as you're looking at the room, part of the part of the game is the clues are on those cards. In the You're, you're a detective, a yeah, detective, yeah. examining the scene for clues. And... As you go through the game, the cards are going to change, so the scene develops as you go through the game. That's different. It's also got this mechanic where you have cards, your partner has cards. I like playing it with just two, three, or four people, not, not too many people. You can um, get on. You have to yeah. play the cards. Because, you know, the, nothing wrong with the exit series. They're fantastic. But sometimes people feel kind of left out because they're you know, exactly. not really working the puzzles. This one, the answers are in your hand, yeah. but you don't know what everybody has. So you're like, I'm going to play this card here. Does that help everybody? And they're like, oh, wow, that's really good. But are you like, no, I, oh, I have a better that's card cool. here. That, that's a good twist it. on it. Yeah. It's a really cool twist. I think the Detective is my favorite series at all. But the Exit series, when done right, 
is just a standard. Well, yeah, without any spoilers, just sometimes the way that you use the box and the inserts and all that, it's really cool. Well, that is, I don't know how we got on the exit thing, but that's, are, we, oh, are, sure. we doing, are we doing any exit games at Del Silva? I don't think so. Uh, no, not that I know, not officially. Anything else you want to talk about with Southern World Games? No, just uh, get your early bird badges, start registering for events, and um, get ready to sell stuff. So whenever we get ready for, uh, to release information for the Bazaar, you can maybe sign up for that. We're, uh, we haven't decided which tournaments we're going to run. Um, if you're in the, the Facebook group, maybe you can So we're going something. back to doing tournaments again. As far as I know, yeah. I've had a couple of people ask me. I don't know if you know the answer to this. Uh, Robert Grant had done the, um, the yeah, southerngamefest.com. Southerngamefest.com. You can also join the Southern Board Game Fest Facebook group. It's an open group. Anybody can join it. Man, we've already had like 30 people join this week. Yeah, yeah, you put that picture up. And and then, yeah. People got excited and started joining. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can you can join that Facebook group, and we'll, have, we'll, we'll keep posting information in there every single week leading up to the con. But Robert Grant brought his scythe. Oh, yeah. He decked out? Yeah, yeah, Is it coming? Do we know? I don't know. The two things that people always ask me, is Robert Grant coming with his <laughs> side, and is the guy from Baton Rouge that has the Harry Potter tricked out? Oh, game. yeah. But it, it was like um, Clank. Clank, Clank yeah, from yeah. Harry Potter. I remember that. That was two years ago. Yeah. Um, Wait, he wasn't there last year? No, I, at least I didn't see that game last year. Maybe he was there. Oh, Texas? That is a, not a big obstacle. I just came from Texas. Texas isn't that far. I just went to BGG Con. If I can drive to BGG Con, Time Roller, you can come to us at the Board Game Fest. And by the way, BGG Con Spring rocks. Really? It's fantastic. You had been before, the though, food. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Can't, you won't be able to say that about Sobo anymore. So oh. We're all, all going to... God, that food is so bad. Mitchell, so bad. I had been to the, this hotel. Mm -hmm. This is the airport, hill, uh, airport Hyatt. And I had been to it when they used to have fo the fall there. And they moved the fall over to the Regency downtown, which is a fantastic hotel, right uh, right near where JFK was, uh, by the big going ball. If you've mm -hmm. ever been to Dallas, the big light-up ball. Uh, it's a fantastic hotel. Great food, tons of stuff to do within walking distance of other restaurants, or you can just get on the metro, the, the dart, and go anywhere. This place is a hassle to get into. I mean, you get there, you're stuck, and the hotel knows it. And so they, <laughs> they literally don't care. They don't care about the food. They, they, they serve just the, just overpriced, terrible food. It's the one thing I, I don't like about, uh, huh. about BGG Spring. Why did they move it? Well, the BGG Spring is smaller. There's only about 1,900 people that go. Okay. And, and when it started, there was only five or 600 people. It's built for families. It's not just families there, but they do got brought. Melissa and his two girls mm -hmm. had the best time. Our buddy uh, Dre from New Orleans that's played with us, yep. Dre brought his two boys. They had the best time. Hmm. They have an actual area just for the families and a huge library of kids' games. So. Does it always fall like that right at the end of school? Memorial Day weekend for the, for the family, BGG Spring they call it, mm -hmm. and then the week or two before Thanksgiving for the fall. It's just, I mean, for me, us as teachers, it's, it's like tight. that first weekend after we finish teaching, we don't want to be driving to Dallas, you know? We're always doing something Memorial Day weekend, so mm -hmm. I, I, that's why I've never gone. When we were the scouts or with sports, it was either a tournament or we were camping. And then with family stuff, we were going to the camp or the lake or, you know, we're going on vacation, you know? Yeah. Uh, so this was tough. I mean, you drove there? We drove, yeah. Uh, uh, Jack is there for the summer, so it actually made it easy because yeah. it was nice. We had we had Dave and Bradley there. We had uh, we met up with so many people. Uh, Jason from the North Shore, Jason and Chad, who will be there at Sobo. Mm -hmm. Teaching. Yeah. Jason picked on me the whole, every single day. I had forgot because wow. he had given me a game. 
at some point, he was like, I know, I know there's this game, you're going to like it. Uh, it was Zapotec. Yeah, so he gave me Zapotec to play. I, I, we had tried it at BGG, and I was not enamored with it. So Jason's like, no, I know you like it. And I don't need my copy anymore. So he sends it to me. We, Jared and I didn't get to it. We were, you know, piles of other games. So by the time I finally get to it, we play it. We like it. And Jared's like, oh, man, where'd you get this game? And it was on Twitter. And he's watching this. <laughs> but he watched the stream later on of Zapotec. He's like, oh, finally, Zapotec, right? And I'm like, oh, I think I, think I was with Mitchell and them, and I bought it at the VFM at Dice Tower. <laughs> Jason's like, really? I sent you a free game and don't even mention it. That's funny. So, oh, he's got teacher friends in the group too. Yeah. See, the thing is, most of summer, perfect. But just at the very beginning and end, you don't want to be doing anything as a teacher. Well, speaking of that, are you headed to Dice Tower East? No, not this year. Uh, I, mean, I, I know. I, I went the last couple times and I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, this year, just flights are expensive and stuff right now, more expensive than usual. So They are. That was the rough thing. And you don't like to drive the dust. Oh, no way. We do. Yeah, that's we crazy. Always drive. You're crazy. And we've we got to pack all those games in. Got to pack all those Well, stuff. last time, so the first time I went. It is a rough, it is a rough drive. Yeah. 12 hours. That's, that's crazy. No way. So, like, that, uh, this first time I went and also whenever I went to Gen Con, I kind of missed, like, the beginning and the end just because it was, uh, for whatever reason, it has stuff going on. I think because it, it was during the school year. But for Dice Harry's last year, I was there like the day before it started. I didn't leave for the day after. So like by the end of that, I was there for like seven or eight days. I was exhausted. So um, I didn't want to be away for that long again. I mean, and uh, I guess I could have just gone for a couple of days. But between that and the flight prices, I just said not this year. You know what we need to do? What's Since that? we have so many good buddies over there with uh, Carlos and all them from the uh, PD Dice, we just find out what's that next con that they're going to go to that's local and just go when it's kind of the off season. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, uh, I know they do Escape, uh, Escape Winter. Winter Con. Um, I'm the, not sure when the that is. Retreats this year. are another good one, right? You've been to that. Yeah, one. I've been to the, the the retreat that they had it one year in um, Tampa. Uh, no, in Orlando. It's usually in Miami, I think. They have one in Miami. and They have one in Orlando. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to the one in Orlando. Yeah, and then they had the um, the Your Turn Con last year. I didn't make it to Your Turn. Unfortunately, shutting down a board game cafe. Well, they're going to keep the con, but going? I think they're going to try to keep the con going. Mm. So I'd like to try to make that one as well. Do you have a date yet? No, there's nothing sense though. And that's um that's Dan. Dan? Yeah. He's coming. Great board gamer. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a nice little group that's gonna be coming. Yeah, yeah. Nick Oven, who is on Beans and Dice all the time, right. and James Odek, who's been on a couple times, and then Rob of Beans and Dice and uh Great Board Gamer, Dan or Dick. The Great Board Gamer. Yep. Oh, we have a good crew then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to get the board the board boys to come, but it's just it's a tough time in October, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and Bonico will not be there. Bonico is going to Europe for a whole month. He's, be, he's doing S. <laughs> Poor him. Yeah, I know. He's doing <laughs> S and a bunch of other conventions out there. So he's like, next year, boys. So we'll see if we can get uh, Bonico to come. Jeremy was talking about maybe trying to go to Origins, but it didn't work out. I th- is Jay going to Origins, I think? I think Jay has to, Yeah, for work, he's going yeah, to Origins. Yeah. And he's 50-50 on Sobo right now, which mm-hmm. is better than yeah, what we thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Jay just went to UK Games Expo for Panda. Also. I think he said in July he'll know for sure about someone. Yeah, I, based on what he's telling me, it's it's looking pretty good. So, good. I mean, it's a it's a time period whenever flights are pretty cheap to come this way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not a lot of people come. So we will see. Ready to do this game? Sure, let's do it. So, because we have a purple one, it bumps us up. We just squeaked it in. Woo! It's not bad. 
It's not a bad it's definitely movie. better than so much potential. But it's my first time ever. Yeah. A, we wrote a and movie. we came in under budget. We had four mil left. And we had, what is this, weeks maybe? Four weeks? Left? I'm not sure the title, Lethal Morons. That, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I actually <laughs> I didn't even that. notice that. <laughs> so, maybe like a Dumb and Dumber. So, what, so, the, so Mal asks us to do this. Uh, ah, at the end of it, the, the last of it is to tell us the script. So what, what happened? Oh, you know? gosh. Is that a toilet? Okay, so this is a funny film, right? So the toilet's clogged. The toilet's clogged, right? And then he calls a plumber, but the plumber tries so to... So who's our hero here? Okay. I mean, who is he? Come on, theater guy, Wayne. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, improv guy. What's, how about his name is Wayne? Wayne, yeah. perfect. All right. So this so is Wayne. Wayne clogs his toilet. You know, he okay. had some beans. So yeah. this is a this is a thirty minute movie about Wayne clogging his toilet, right? So he, lethal morons. <laughs> so he calls up the plumber. Um, it looks like a bean, by the way. He does. It's Carlos. But Carlos is in a bad mood. He's either got to show up. To do the plumbing job, but he's missing the the cannon thing to determine. What I was about to say, yeah, he's gonna miss the birth of his fifth child. <laughs> the, 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 the gender reveal. The gender reveal. So he's like, "Gosh, Wayne called me over. My list is gonna kill me because I'm missing the gender reveal." Right. Um, well, he's, think, uh, he's thinking about how. Oh my God, do I do I? Yes, Carlos is is, is like, he, leaves the, he leaves Wayne in trouble and he goes back and spends time with Melissa. He does the right thing. The only problem is. What is that? Someone's jumping out of a window. Oh, Wayne! Wayne is so mad that he left the <laughs> He job. chases him out the he window. He chases him out to try to find Melissa. Oh, look at this. Did you plan this? There's a baby at the end. And Wayne jumps out the window. I don't know how to come to a resolution here. Carlos gets there for the family, but what, what happens to Wayne him? Wayne is super happy because he didn't realize why Carlos had lied and he didn't show up to do the plumbing. It turns out <laughs> it was a gender reveal. It's a it's a boy, and Wayne is happy because he always wanted Carlos to have him. What about the title, Lethal Morons? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I like that. Tom Thorland thinks we cheated that we missed out on the time, but we kept getting extra time. Yeah, back. we did. We were playing ideas that were giving us time. Yeah, we, we kept playing these different ideas that would give us time or different ways to get back time. We uh, we did this four dollar one. That yeah, we did that one a couple times. Yeah, so uh, we did we did uh, at the end of mine technically technically it goes one to three. more. Yeah. yeah, so technically it would have been three at the end of mine, but. We made it. Uh, we'll review back the tape. Double check that we yeah, didn't cheat. Yeah, you check it, uh, time roller. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So that's roll camera from Keen Bean, and that is the base game. We played it on the easy mode, and we barely made it with our good movie. Uh, I don't know about Carlos and Wayne's love story <laughs> with, the, with the general reveal. That's great, man. But it actually worked out perfect. So uh, he says, yeah, but you probably don't play We played it on the absolute easy mode. Yeah, I mean, yeah we did. We played it with the very, very easy mode. That was a lot of fun. We didn't even play it on normal. <laughs> we played on baby. That's okay. Game. That's okay. It's a good one for it. This is a keeper. I, Mitchell, I really like this thing. I like it too. I could see uh, playing Dude, this. with the family, man. I could see this playing with the family. Um, oh, man. We've got a big uh, family event this summer where we're all going to be getting that. And they, everybody loves movies. I this just, was the fun, most fun part right here at the end. So <laughs> I remember reading the rules and then watching the video with Mal where he says, oh, you got to make sure you tell the story of your movie. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Okay, but I don't know. Well, because at Adventure, you're supposed to do that, but Cult Adventure, there's too much. Five of them I can handle. Yeah. Five at the end of the game after you know all the pressure's off. Just And, and what was cool is that you and I hadn't been looking at the scene, so we started here and we're like, okay, that's Wayne. Wait, there's Carlos. Yeah. And then we look, it's like, oh, there's Melissa. There's Wayne mad at, at Carlos for leaving. And there's the gender reveal. The yeah, baby. that was so, so cool. 
it actually worked out pretty good. He says the back of the board is cool. So the What's back that? of the board is if you are a writer, if a wannabe script writer, it's got all the beats for writing out a whole movie. That is cool. And you can just put all the stuff on there. <clears> so it's got all the different acts and all the different beats. That's very Act cool. one, act two. So uh, the three reels can be shot right on the back as you write not your So script. you should write a movie on the back. Lethal Moral. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do that one, but uh, <clears throat> that, that sounds like a per, uh, pretty, um, I don't know if I'd go see that one. Sorry, Wayne. But it was not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah they're good. We, we opened up, we looked at the uh, critics, and the critics said, not bad. I'll take not that bad. for the first movie, movie I ever made. This was following. That's what it was. Before Memento, we shot our following. Have you ever seen, uh, are you a Memento fan now? No. Oh. No. So. <clears throat> you, you, do you watch any of the Chris, Chris, Nol Chris Nolan movies? Uh, I mean, he made some Inception. of the Batman ones, right? Inception. Batman. Yeah, yeah. This person was following. It was a little 30-minute black-and-white movie. So gotcha. This was basically following. Our, our following, that's what it was. Pretty cool. So, to let, you, to let you see, they do have six different uh, you know, characters. Can you play with up to six, or is that only up to four? He said you can. When you get up to five or six, because it's really made for four, five or six, you just um, you, you do a little bit different with the, uh, with the cards. Don't, oh, yeah, everybody gets two cards instead of three. Okay. It would be too easy if you had that many Yeah, cards. yeah, that many options. The, the, the ideas really say this, don't you think? Definitely. If it wasn't for the ideas, we wouldn't have made it. Uh, is Memento his best? Yes. Yeah. Memento. Memento. Oh, that's tough, Wayne. Don't put me on the spot there. Best Christopher Nolan? Inception is pretty good. Inception. Mm. Mm. The one where Al Pacino's in Alaska all night. Like It never it never gets dark. I can't remember the name of it. Well, he's a detective and he's trying to solve this murder. But, he, you know, the... He goes during, in Alaska during the summertime. Insomnia? Insomnia, that's it. And he's like, it's never nighttime here. <laughs> and he's like slowly going insane. What was the one that I like so much about um, about that? The Matthew McConaughey is an astronaut. Oh, oh. Um, Interstellar? Yes, that's oh, a good that one. such a good one. That is a good one. Dunkirk, I actually didn't like, even though most of the critics liked it. And my, my law partner loved it. I haven't um, seen Dunkirk. But I need to watch it again. Uh, and I forgot the last one. The last one was a great movie, but the dialogue was from so long. So low. <laughs> I hate that. You I have to watch with captions anyway. I so. had to watch the movie with captions because mm -hmm. I could not understand a word. It was this really time travely one more. Um, oh, oh Prestige was a great movie. Prestige was fantastic, man. Yeah. Come on. Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. That's the one. I've not seen that. Uh, the Prestige was fantastic. Oh, my God. And by the way, the book. Is just as good. Yeah, I didn't realize it was based on a book. It's based on a book. I read that. Christopher somebody. I can't think. Not know. No. I read. I read the book before the movie came out, and when when I saw the movie was coming, I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be fantastic!" And it is. That's great. Dunkirk. I just need to see it again because I don't. For whatever reason, I was kind of distracted when I watch it. On I watch it on a small screen. That's one of those movies you got to see on a big. I can see that. Great sound. So. Yeah. So at the very same time. The Prestige came out, and there was another magician movie. They both came out the same year. I can't remember what the other That's one was. That's not a Now You See Me, huh? Mm -mm. That was later. No. Uh, Wayne, look it up on uh, Google, <laughs> man. I can't remember. The Illusionist. Illusionist. That's it. Yeah, The Illusionist. Did you, know, did you see either one of them? Yes, I saw both of those. I like oh, The Prestige better. I like better. I like The Prestige better. Yeah, The Illusionist. Illusionist was good, but Prestige was good. I just remember there was a scene where he had to like cut off his hand or something like that. It was so intense. It like burned into my memory. I know. And that's that's out of the book, too. The, they did change some things from the book, but it was pretty, pretty close to it. I'll take care of this if you want to start doing that. Okay. Look at this, look at 
is cool production. That is really cool. It's just the box is cool. It's a film canister, man. You just can't beat that. From Mitchell, it's BJ. Until next time, <laughs> it's the other one on the list. Hey,